Hey, it is uh, time for Marianne Shearer. This is Meatless Monday. And uh, today, I'll first of all, let me just say good afternoon to you, Marianne. Good afternoon, Johan. How are you doing? I'm very well in yourself. You had a good weekend? I had a great weekend. And, and uh, I'm very well. I don't have any choice these days. I have to stay well, hey? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> We've got something that uh, we need to explain this afternoon once again. But first of all, uh, the people of the Helderberg Basin, are they arriving at your meatless uh, place where they can have fantastic food? Is it growing? Can you see? Can you already see a difference in the mentality yeah, of people? There's some great people that have come across from, Hald- from Radio Helderberg, they're wonderful people. Of course, people in the Helderberg Basin are wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and thank you for, for for letting them know that we are here. It's uh, it's, it's been wonderful. Thank Fa- you. Fantastic. Now today we're going to talk about polenta. Yes. Yeah. Explain. Yeah. Well, polenta. I, I must tell you the story quickly. Um, many many years ago, probably close to thirty years ago. Um, I, I, I went out to dinner, a very good Italian restaurant in Johannesburg called Casalinga, and I took a friend to to dinner there, and I said that which chose what you wanted, and she looked at the menu, she said, what's polenta? And I said, well, I've ordered some, and you know, it's Italian maize meal, and it's made like this and that and the next thing, with a puttanesca sauce. And so my polenta arrived, her dish arrived, my polenta arrived, she looked at my plate and she said, Ach, man, that's just pop and soap. <laughs> <laughs> so polenta sounds like a really lani term, but at the end of the day, it's Italian mealy meal. It's made from sweet corn mealies, and that's the difference. You know, our traditional mealy meals made more from the the sort of the more savory flavored, not from the sweet corn mealy, from the other sort of harder mm-hmm. um, corn that we get. So you find it has a slightly different taste. Um, you can get locally made polenta. And I really am not a food snob, but I can tell you that the polenta that comes out of Italy cannot be beaten. Mm. It's just exceptional. And I, I, I'm not one that's great for importing foods. I really am not, because I think of all the carbon miles of traveling and all the rest of it and coming by boat and all the rest. But there's something about the Italian tomatoes, about the polenta, Italian polenta. It's like Italian tomatoes. People mm. that have eaten it, tomatoes in Italy will tell you there's no tomatoes like Italian tomatoes. There's something about the sun and the weather and everything else there. But really what it is, it is mealy meal made from the sweet corn mealy. And it's bright yellow and it looks very coarse, but it's not like crumble pup. It's not coarse and it's not gritty in your mouth. It's actually deliciously soft and creamy. And there's so much you can do with polenta. You know, people think, well, it's just... <clears throat> pop and sauce, but it's not. You can eat it as a sweet porridge in the morning. You can eat it as a savory dish at night, like a, like a pup. Mm-hmm. But the difference between polenta and normal milli meal, traditionally South African milli meal, you stir it when you put the milli meal in with the water, and then you kind of leave it, and you might stir it occasionally. <clears throat> polenta, on the other hand, being Italian, likes to be touched frequently. So I always say you need to stroke your polenta because it's Italian and it needs touching. Mm. You actually stir it like every five or ten minutes. You're giving it a good old stir. And if it's too, if it's too sticky to stir, it's, it's too dry and you need to add more water. Mm. And the wonderful thing about it is you cook it almost like a thickish porridge. You can actually pour it out onto a tray or a lovely big wooden table or a marble slab and let it sit. And then you can let it set at about a half a centimeter, and you can cut it into slices about the size of a slice of bread. And you can take, you can 
uh, collect that when it's cooled, it sort of goes almost like a bit rubbery, and you can put it in a container in the fridge, and you can take out a slice of a time at a time, and you can toast it, and and that makes gluten-free toast. Ooh. Now you can either toast it in a toaster, or you can grill it in the oven, and you can serve it warm, and you can put a savoury sauce over that slice. Or you can serve it with, oh, my favorite is honey and cinnamon. Ooh. And we call those polenta waffles. They are absolutely delicious. You can use the base, that, that sort of the square slices that you've now sliced, uh-huh. and you can grill them in the oven. You can take it out and you can put some nice homemade tomato sauce or some basil pesto at the bottom. And on top of that, you could put some slices of mushrooms and artichokes and tomato slices and olives, and you can pop it back underneath the grill, toast it a bit, and then you can um, take it out and serve it with slices of um, fresh avocado. Ooh. And we call that polenta pizza. And if you want a cheesy topping for it, you put take the and you don't want to you don't want to eat any animal products at all because it's not only meatless Mondays that you're gonna say it's no animal products, you're not even gonna have cheese on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So then you just blend cashew nuts with some mustard powder or seeds and a little bit of um garlic and herb salt and some water to make a sort of thick thickish cream and you pour that on top of your polenta slices with your veggies on top. Pop it in the oven and grill it, and it sets like cheese. It's unbelievable. Oh it looks goodness. and tastes like you're eating pizza with cheese on it. Oh, gosh, there's so much you can do with polenta. Oh. One of my other favorite dishes, and while we're talking about polenta, I've got to just tell you, it's loaded with beta-carotene because of the yellow color. Mm-hmm. It's got calcium, magnesium, potassium, iron. It's got wonderful fiber in it. So it's a wonderful, wonderful food. Polenta gnocchi, oh my word, that is so delicious and so easy. And all you do there is you cook the polenta, and cooking polenta is really easy. You boil the water um, for about, um, uh, oh, you boil it until it's, you, you boil, bring it to the boil, mm-hmm. and then you pour the polenta in, follow the instructions on the packet of polenta that you buy, pour the polenta in, and then you stir it in until it's all nice and thick and cream, creamy and mixed in, and you turn it down very low on the stove and you keep the lid on. And it kind of sputters along, and every five minutes you pick up that wooden spoon and you give it at least five or ten nice vigorous stirs and mm-hmm. put the lid back on. And then you come back five or ten minutes and you stir it again. You do get quick polenta. They're called pronto polenta, but I find that the traditional polenta cooked for at least an hour is the nicest mm-hmm. polenta. You could cook it for 20 minutes, the quick version, but it doesn't taste anything like traditional polenta from start to finish. And you must put some salt in the water when you're cooking it as well. At least um, you just the, the packet will tell you when to put it in. Now, if you're making polenta gnocchi, when the polenta's finished cooking, after about an hour, you take a bunch of spinach and you chop it up and you throw it in with the polenta and you cook it for another five or ten, ten minutes so it's just, just cooked. And then you take a cup of that cashew cream, that cashew nuts blended finely with water and a little bit of mustard seeds and some veg stock with some garlic and herb salt, and you you blend it up until it's like a nice thick sort of milk, mm-hmm. a cup or so of it, and you stir that in. When you've taken the polenta off the stove, you stir in this polenta cream, Ooh. I mean the cashew Ooh. cream and the... Instead of putting cheese in there or cream, you're now putting the cashew cream into it. So you've got polenta, spinach, and cream. Then you can just taste it and adjust the seasoning. And then you take two spoons, two dessert spoons that have been gently oiled with a bit of olive oil, and you scoop out a bit of polenta and the spinach mixture, and you shape it into little, like, balls. Yeah. And you put it on a baking sheet, 
And when you've done all of that and the bacon sheet's full, you pop it in the oven and you grill it until it goes lightly browned on top. Wow. And then you take that out and you serve that with a, a basil pesto. Ooh. And if you're trying to keep it free of any animal products, basil pesto made without cheese is, again, you use cashews in place of cheese. Uh-huh. Use basil leaves, some garlic and herb salt, some olive oil. It's three basic, four ingredients. Basil, leaves, cashew nuts, olive oil, garlic and herb salt. Oh, and you would have used some water to... to uh, you put some water in there because the cashew nuts make it too thick. So uh, okay, yeah, makes sense, yeah, yeah. It's too delicious. And then you just serve that polenta gnocchi with the basil pesto. You can make a nice homemade tomato and leek sauce as well. Gosh, you can eat yourself stupid on that. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. <laughs> Mary Ann here with me, 93.6 FM. Of course, Meatless Mondays at that uh, quarter past 12 here on 93.6 FM. Uh, some booking you need to do, and that between 9 and 4, uh, that at uh, Mary Ann's Emporium. And all you need to do is just dial 0218562500. And of course, the website, Mary Ann, with all the recipes that people can go and have a look. It's www.mary, M-A-R-Y, hyphen, and then A-N-N-S, dot com. So it's mary hyphen ands dot com. And I'll oh, make fantastic. sure that those recipes are up there for them. Oh, you are wonderful. Great. Thank you very much, Marianne. We'll speak again next week, Monday, same Thank time, same have. place. Right. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Right. 25 past 12, 93.6 FM. And that's your meatless Monday for today. This is lekker te natuurlijk nie. Jou kop kan mal gaan en jy kan so baie dinge doen. Heerlikste, heerlikste korse wat jy vir jouself kan maak.